Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am Santa's elves, little pearly whites, Trey Plutnicki. And I am Santa's ghost rider, Daniel Kunkel. Daniel, we have a movie called A Gift to Remember, or perhaps you would know it by another name, A Gift for Christmas. I don't understand it. I do not understand (laughs) why they changed the names of these things. Daniel, I I have to share with you another fun fact about this film. Please. Um, You were talking about it yesterday. We got very excited. There was a dog. There's amnesia. There's a coma. There's a car accident. There's... Uh, a bunch of dead parents. We all we got Everything very excited. We look for in this movie. Yeah, we got very excited. The other thing that we usually get excited about is when there are direct sequels. I know. So just to let you know, Daniel, there is a direct sequel to this movie with mm-hmm. the same two leads oh, in yeah. the of this movie called oh, A Christmas yeah. to Cherish, oh. or it may be known as its original title, Cherished <laughs> Memories, colon, A Gift to Remember Too. Uh, why? 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 Why, why, why? So, um... Why? It's, this isn't is there a, a... Isn't there a... I think this is a trilogy. Is it a trilogy? So, there, so the, this movie came out in 2017, as we are in the 2017 year. The sequel comes out two years later in 2019, um because i imagine they i I don't know how the hallmark like slating works but i imagine they have already figured out what movies they're producing by the end of the the previous year so i imagine they filmed this and they were like we know what 2018 looks like but let's put you in for 2019 with these same characters like that sort of thing yes imdb has a has gift to remember three listed to come out this year (gasps) listed as in development i'm trying to get onto (laughs) someone else's site here kind of talking about in development mm. wait really there this is full-on franchise mode this is full-on north pole daniel mm, let me see yes that's right okay yes this person is getting the same information i am that's right according to imdb a gift to remember three is in development right now there isn't a plot nor a confirmation that liebert and port will reprise their roles as darcy and aiden but i don't think it's out of pocket to assume they are um it's from lolly have a holly jolly lolly christmas that's that's the rumor mill that we're following have a holly lolly jolly christmas that's the name the website is (laughs) lollychristmas.com um this person looks like a kindred spirit here we've got just just a ton of christmas reviews in july (laughs) (laughs) we've met our maker we really have not come across many people who have our um, I don't mean this to sound sad or pathetic. We don't mm-hmm. have friends in the community. No, we don't. We don't. We're sort of the loners. We're the we're the um we're the black sheep of the community. One day we'll say. get invited to the big to Christmas con yeah. or something, and we'll be they'll be like, "Who are you guys?" One and we're of these like, days, huh, it's us. <laughs> we'll show up like D- full boys. suits. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll come up suit. as a black tie. I, the biggest thing now that I, now that we're filming more and more, I want a little like Santa hat for my headphones. Yeah, here. yeah, a little something, you know, because I literally have just Chris like non Christmassy posters. Well, you have a Dracula screen. poster. I have which a Dracula if you don't know, poster. Daniel has a Dracula uh, podcast called the uh, the Great British Bite Off, which the is Great Transylvanian <laughs> Bite Off. Please <laughs> is... listen to it. I've got that, and I've got my House on Haunted Hill. Fantastic Vincent yeah. Price film. Everybody should see it. I'm getting off topic here because this movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, another thing to note before we really get into it. Yes. Uh, the lead actress in this movie. Her mm-hmm. name is. Uh, Ali Liebert, yeah, uh, who plays Darcy Archer. 
Darcy um, Archer. Darcy Archer, which is Darcy once again Archer. too many R's. Yeah. Um, she, she was the lead actress for um, uh, Three Wise Men. Three, three, three Wise Men and a Baby. That's what it's called. Uh, which was a Hallmark movie that came out. Uh, this past year, this past Christmas season, season oh 2022. Like, I was like, I remember this one. Um, Three's Wise, Wise Men and a Baby. It was making, mm. it was making the rounds sort of in the, in, in my Twitter space, at least when it came out, because it, it was very, uh, it showed a healthy version of masculinity from what people were saying. Whoa. Uh, which like, gasp in a Hallmark movie? What? Whoa. whoa. Um, and it's three men taking care of a baby. So it kind of had the vibe of that, um, <laughs> that one uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, like a baby gets dropped off at a firehouse and the, these three dudes <gasps> oh, father that's this r- child. Yes. I remember this coming out. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. And it sort of has, uh, I can't remember what the other, we watched a movie that was very similar. It was with the crabs the what there was a crab thing that theory that we had going on do you remember there was the movie where they trying to they had to get the baby no that was a dog crabs there was there was three dudes taking care of a child like oh and the one guy was he was starfish he was researching starfish yeah yeah yeah. he was researching starfish yeah so uh those guys were family too that was not my understanding of this new one no this new one they were all brothers yeah these these people are not family three brothers anyway uh she was in that and now let us let's talk why why don't we why don't we talk about I this? I want to talk about this movie now. Yeah, why don't we why don't we talk about it? Luigi. Explain to me who Luigi is. Luigi yeah. is my new favorite Hallmark character. <laughs> Luigi run at the pizza shop. Luigi fix it a bike. Luigi get to hook up with the prettiest lady in the movie. Yes. We get to see older romance. I'm talking people over 35 hooking up. Yes, and uh, older in the first, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel, our Please first interracial couple? I think so. Is it? I believe, I can't think of another one. So, Louis, so okay, let's start from the beginning so Who, we can get to Luigi. How does Luigi fit into this movie? Yeah, that's a great question. So, we follow Darcy, uh, Darcy, Archer, Darcy Archer, who works in a bookstore. And she is beloved in the community. This yes. is in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, this movie takes place in Philadelphia. The Windy City. Um, and she is running this bookstore and she's going on some, uh, like, I, I guess errands, uh, one would say. she. Uh, this weird man keeps peeking his face. This handsome man keeps peeking his face into a bookstore, but we don't really get too much information on that just yet. But Could uh, be a serial killer startup movie. She likes to read. Yeah. And the bookstore's closing and a couple things uh, <laughs> wrong go wrong and in her life. Matter. Where the, like her bike breaks and stuff and uh And Luigi fixes the bike. Yeah, and Luigi fi- fixes the bike. Luigi is basically local Italian. Local Philadelphia Italian man Luigi who runs the pizza shop. He's the everyman. Yeah. He's our he he should have been our POV character in this movie. He's our he's our community leader. Um, he's our he's our community liaison. One yeah. would say he's our he's our. You give me uh, eggs from your chickens in the backyard. I'll yes. give you uh, a slice of uh, pepperoni pizza. 
He's he's that oh, he deals he's just in that traits. representation of old Philadelphia, you know. He's, yeah. Oh, that that salt of the earth sort of thing. <laughs> let me let me just give like a just, just do it just a broad stroke. It. Let me just, just give it. it let's, let's just broad stroke this just thing. Do it. Luigi literally takes up three of my mm, eight <laughs> notes. So so Darcy works at this bookstore. This bookstore yes. is going to close because. Yeah. Uh, if they can't find a new manager and everyone's like, obviously Darcy is going to manage this bookstore, but Darcy doesn't know if she can do it. Funny scene. Yes. The uh, owner's like, unless someone wants to take over and, and everyone everybody looks, looks at, at her, Darcy and Darcy is like, I don't know what Darcy <laughs> Darcy's yeah. like over here yeah, looking I, off camera slightly out in the air. And she's like, yeah, we're all going to really miss you, Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy uh, Darcy keeps seeing this man with this dog yeah. pop it, pop his face into the bookstore mm-hmm. and smile and it's just very confusing because we're like who is this handsome man who keeps just appearing saying nothing smiling and making sex eyes at whoever walks by in the bookstore you know it's very <laughs> odd um, that's the thing I, it's set up as like a, oh wow they've got some connection and I don't think I think he just does this yeah, I, I think he just is poke. He's he's a poker arounder. Yeah. Um, the bookstore's name is Chaucer's, like saucer, except Chaucer, and or like the author Chaucer, or like the author Chaucer. Yeah, some have called um, him that. Uh, okay, let's calm down. It's, um, <laughs> it's the dude. It's it's Jeffrey Chaucer. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm not. You don't have to tell me I'm not as well read as you. You can. I don't think that, no, he wrote, it's Canterbury Tales, like. All right, Daniel, you're smarter than me, I get it. It's not as smarter, he's the father of English poetry, like. Oh, yeah, no. Don't, no, don't come at me like I'm the elitist, because I know who, listen, listen, if you were like, I didn't know his first name was Jeffrey, fair enough, (laughs) no problemo. (laughs) It's the name, this is, I read a review Mm. Everybody got really upset. I think it was Variety. Their movie reviewer published his review for the Tetris movie with with Taron Egerton. Oh, yeah. And the dude in the opening is like, I'm kind of an oddball because not only have I never played Tetris, which I'm like, that's fine. Sure. Not uh, not weird. He's like, I've never heard of Tetris. That's insane. You are that, a liar. That's, that's insane. You are lying 100%. I've never heard of Tetris? He was like, I've never heard of Tetris. And I grew up in the 80s. And I was like, okay, even more you are a liar. Yeah. What well, are you, here, here's what? my other thing. Like, I've never heard of Tetris. Oh, yeah. I, I've never helped my friends like pick them up from the airport and put something in the back like i'm i'm constantly saying yeah you sort of got a tetris it i've never helped my friends move ever i've never helped my friends move i've never like i've never seen multicolored different shaped blocks (laughs) fit together i was just why would you people are cranking out those references left and right you have to be i don't want to call a person a liar on our podcast but like you have to have heard of tetris i'm sorry um so anyway chaucers it's the chaucer of video games oh sorry i need to sorry i need to record with my pinky out i need to to get my pipe pardon me set up here yes here let me hold my mic with my pinky uh okay so uh she hits him with his bike try first of all cut to the chase yeah okay so she's riding a time in this busy world she's riding her bike in this uh it's in the glorious city of philadelphia 
Um, she hits the man, the handsome man with her bike, yeah. um, knocking him unconscious for mm. more than a day, which is crazy. Yeah. Like how fast were like, were you going down a hill before this, ma'am? Um, Those classic and, massive hills of Philadelphia. I feel like they said Philadelphia, but then made it like an amalgamation of other cities, iconic things. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to Philadelphia. I've never like I think gone, I've been there once or twice. gone like downtown in Philadelphia. I can imagine this being Philadelphia, like some part. I don't know. In the same way, I imagine every random street they show us, and they're like, ah, oh, New York. Like, uh, yes. Yeah, okay, sure. New York City. This could be Brooklyn. Whatever. This, maybe Astoria. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the dog... Germany and Columbus. <laughs> the dog gets loose, and oh. uh, but like loose as in goes into Darcy Archer's hands. Darcy Archer. Um, so... Dog's name is Bailey. And uh, so, and the dog's name is Bailey. This man's phone cartoonishly flows down a sewer... With all of his identification, I'm not kidding. It literally yeah, wa- he doesn't like, have a wallet. Apparently, the fo- his phone and wallet combo washes into a sewer. Uh, it, it is it is hilarious. Um, so we don't know who this man is, and apparently neither does he because he has long term amnesia. Um, he knows he knows how to speak and he knows how to talk and mm-hmm. and what have you. But in the in the short term, he doesn't know his name. He doesn't know where he's from. He doesn't know mm. what he's doing in Philadelphia. And and let me tell you, when we learn where he is from, it's not the worst thing. No, it is not the worst. It it, it could be worse. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what we do know is about what connects these two people is that they both like to read and they're both currently reading the same book which is uh let nothing be dismay what is it called let this nothing... book is supposed to be called i think let nothing dismay you the way it is written on the title like yeah. the cover is let nothing you dismay that's what I, I was confused because I was like, there's no way that could be. I wrote it down and I was like, I have no idea what that third word is because it simply cannot be you. It's Let weird. nothing you dismay. Let nothing you dismay. Is that a, is that a real book? No, no way. This okay. has to be a, a made up person. So he's in the hospital. She cannot see him because she doesn't have a name. Yep. Um, She does have his dog and also his keys mm-hmm. to the house that he's <laughs> staying in or his house whatever it is um this man has a set of keys and she goes to the house that they open yeah uh and she snoops and she um i don't know breaks in finds out that his name his name is william a anderson uh they do some light trespassing um and by they i mean Darcy and her best friend, or how are they related? Landlord? Slash landlord. No, you got it. Best friend slash landlord. (laughs) Mrs. Henley. Mrs. Henley. Um, What is, what did I, I wrote a note about landlord about, did I write a landlord note? She's funny. She's gen, she genuinely has funny lines. I will say this movie suffers um, a, a symptom. I find a lot of, like writers who want to like i want this movie to be funny everyone's <laughs> just so fucking clever yeah and coming up with really kitschy very quick one-liners and it's mm-hmm. oh you're just so funny aren't you that's how yeah. i feel like yeah. oh oh you just came up with the perfect thing to say didn't you yeah. uh, for instance when they're talking about uh chaucer's getting closed down 
she's like, we're going to turn it into a, they're going to turn it into a yoga studio or some craft microbrewery or worst luxury condos. And it's like, <laughs> are you like, th- there was so much like anti, uh, what would you call that? Uh, this was, this is a boom. The, the, we are feeling the boomer energy in this wash. There was an movies. astrological sign dig. Yeah. Um, yeah, Did it you, was boo- it was boomer shit. It, it was, was very, so boomer. Did you recognize yeah. Mrs. Henley's voice? No. That this is uh, the wonderful Tina Lifford who voiced the sheep in Babe, the movie Babe. <laughs> oh, weird. Right? Weird. Interesting. Super weird. Um and then as soon as I was like, "Oh. Oh yeah, I kind yeah, I hear that." It's weird. So William A. Anderson is what yeah. we th- is what we think his name is. Yeah. Uh, he goes. I feel like Aiden. He goes. <laughs> have you ever? Do you know medically what losing your memory does? Like th- when you get your memory back, do you do you just feel the air and you go, Aiden? I see. I don't I know. See, I see it, Aiden. Like we've talked about before, it's it's incredibly complicated. I've done a little bit more reading on them, but e- any form of amnesia is going to be very complicated, and it's going to be one of those things. I mean, most things involving any sort of brain damage are going to be kind of case by case, but amnesia especially is like, yeah, sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that. We've got a couple of pretty broad categories, and then everything else is is very case by case so i i I, i'm down with this this feels not uh, unreasonable that he's like i've kind of got a flash they do a good job of explaining at one point he's like why do i remember bailey why do i remember my dog's name but not my own and the nurse gives a very obvious explanation of how many times a day do you call your dog like that's and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, it's the same for like me and my cats. Like that is muscle memory. That makes it calling just calling my cats names. Whereas like my, I don't say my own name that often. I don't yeah. even really hear my own name that often. Yeah, like it, it kind of was like, yeah. If we're talking about like, okay, you've got some really bad damage here. You're kind of down to really ingrained stuff. I was like, yeah, I can totally see just forgetting your own name and maybe being like, I kind of got this idea, this sort of. Maybe roughly here is my name. Maybe that yeah. that that worked for me actually. That yeah, that science checked out. I, what, I think what didn't work was that we're like twenty five minutes into the movie when he finally wakes up. We actually get to see a good display of privacy rights from a variety of different yes. sources. True. As she goes in and she's like, "I need to talk to this guy. What's his name?" And the nurse is like, "I cannot tell you that." And she's like. Right, but I feel really bad about it. And the nurse is like, okay, I can't tell you that. And then they go to a dance studio eventually to try and and piece together because he's got this photo of this dancer. And they're like, can you tell us this person's name? And the, the woman there is like, I cannot give you information about <laughs> our dancers. information, yeah. No, I can't do that. That would be creepy. That'd be weird. What just doesn't work about this movie, from my perspective, was... 25 minutes in, he wakes up. We get through HIPAA finally. We get through, like, they've met. He's kind of remembering things. He's like, can you watch Bailey? Like, all this sort of crap. And then they just kind of try to solve this not interesting mystery for another 40 minutes. And here's the thing. And this might this is a symptom of, I think, a couple of things for us. Yeah. One, we know the ending. Yeah. We know they're, they're going to smooch. Yes. We, we know that he doesn't have a wife. We no. know he doesn't have a 
Like we, they're gonna smooch at the end. And they really try to convince you of yeah. that in this movie. And I'm just sitting there the whole time, like, no, it's no. Hallmark. I know yeah. you're not going to do. If you did, wow. I still don't think the movie would be good, but that would be bold. <laughs> and number two, we don't trust the writers. No, because like I'm, I'm, we're we're like 20 minutes into the movie. And this dude has not spoken a word. He's not done anything other no. than smile and walk his dog. That was and super I was like, weird, who actually. Who is this guy? And I guess, like, I'm me asking the question, who is this guy, is the cor- is correct. Yes, you know? I think that's, like, I think like, that's good Because he writing. doesn't know either. Yeah. yeah. It, it, got, it gets you, you relate. I think that's the weirdest part, is Darcy doesn't feel like the main character. She doesn't feel like she should be. She doesn't yeah. get interesting enough arc. Aiden, like, or the, yeah, the, the Peter Port, the actor, goes through all this stuff. Uh, I think Tina Lifford is much more engaged with the material. Luigi is Luigi. Luigi I'm ride or die with Luigi. God. Yeah, like put I him in Irishman too. Peter has more more attraction, more chemistry with his nurse the whole movie, which I'm like, oh, is that what we're building to? With his, also with his, uh, at, at the so at the end of the movie, um, the, the actual twist of the movie. So yeah. we think this guy's name is, uh, so he, he thinks his name is Aiden and everyone's like, oh, your middle initial is A. So Aiden is probably your middle initial and you go by Aiden. Yeah. And they decorate this play, his house for Christmas and everything's going swimmingly. And then this dude walks in and everyone's like, who, who are you? Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm, I'm Will. I'm William Anderson. Who, who are you people? Why is my house decorated for Christmas? And that was like, a, the, I, I was like, that's a good twist. It's, that's pretty good. It's a solid twist. Annika called this like... 30 minutes into the movie, she was like, oh, this isn't really his house. It's somebody else's house. He's crashing there. It's cool. They they find a yeah. ring. There's a big mystery with a ring. Where it's like he was going to propose. Yeah, and like, oh, God. But then they were like, why ring. Why is no one, like, reached out to him? Like, what? Like, what, like what's going how, on? How would, I'm going to ask you to act for a bit here. Okay. How do you think you would react if you woke up with very little memory of your life and somebody was like, hey, I found this, in, like, clearly an engagement ring on you when, like, in your stuff? How would you respond to that, you think? You have no memory. So here's what I imagine, Right. right? If I were to lose my memory, mm-hmm. I would I would probably like remember how I feel about things. Possibly, yeah. Or or feel the way I feel in context without sure. the memory of it happening. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I see something that is like a a heart that has written on it "Love you" in Cecilia's handwriting, and I lost my memory, that would still make me feel a certain way because even though I can't recall what her handwriting. Uh, whose handwriting that is it would mm. i would it would still engage me sure you know yeah some part of that would would click maybe so if i found out that i had a box with a little engagement ring mm-hmm. in it i would probably know instantly yeah. that i have a betrothed yeah or an intended betrothed yeah yeah i may not know who they are but i would be like oh i know immediately yeah that that this is for someone sure in my life yeah. I'm curious where you're going with this. Um, no, I was just curious about it. I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting there watching it, and I was like, if I wake up and I have amnesia and someone hands me a re- wedding ring and I can't remember, I think legitimately I would just go, oh, rut row. 
shit. <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be tough. Beans. Oh, beans. Well, man. I, in, a, in an essence, Aiden uh, lost his memory at probably the perfect time in his life. Yeah, you know? there, yeah there are worse times to lose your memory. Definitely. Yeah. I would say, like, if I was married and I lost my memory, <clears throat> that'd be pretty difficult Ooh. on, like, the whole yeah. uh, relationship you know, I he he's a he's a good looking in shape guy. You know, there's with not a, with a, a good looking dog, good looking dog. You know, yeah. he's on vacation in the what they try to sell as a small town Philadelphia, yeah, small town Philly, dude. Small the actual Philly. the actual reason Peter Port is here, he is a teacher from Akron, Ohio. Hell yeah, and he is on vacation here in Philly. <laughs> a because he wants to go on vacation, and B he is finding this engagement ring which belonged to his mother which he eventually at the end of the movie gives to his sister Mm -hmm. because she wanted it that's kind of the big thing about it which you're right that's pretty cool like that's Mm -hmm. overall pretty cool i think my problem with it is it it is a 45 minute movie and it is an hour and a half actually isn't that all of them some of them it works. Some of them I'm at least like, yeah, you're making stuff up. We're rolling. We're rolling. Window there Wonderland. Is, there, Window Wonderland. There, there is, but there even honestly, even Battle of the Bulbs. Like there was yeah. bit after bit. This one, there is a seven minute sequence where Darcy, in a moment of character growth, gets on the train to go to New York to try and find this dancer is supposed to be this big symbolic moment for her. We never see her on the train. We never see her go to the train station. We do not see her in New York. We see her go ordering her tickets at home. And then she is in a nondescript Toronto office. And she walks in and she's like, you all are the New York ballet, correct? And they're and then, like, I can't tell you that information, actually. This was this was so funny because <laughs> she walks up to this. So in this scene where she's trying to get this information about this ballet dancer, she's <laughs> uh, she walks she walks in and just in a empty building, an empty not building skyscraper. It's a nothing space. There is a ballerina, and I'm not kidding, dressed as a ballerina at a computer. And it's like, is this your uniform? Like, I for something as big as I would say the New York City Ballet is, I would imagine that they sort of have the ballerinas focus on ballet dancing and then hire someone separately to deal with reception and data entry. This is supposed to be, <laughs> we are told, this is, this is what used to be the New York State Theater. What they are referencing in actuality is the David Koch Theater at the Lincoln Center. Home of the New York City Ballet. One of, like, nationally, one of the biggest ballets ever. There is nobody in this building oh, except one person at the front man. desk who, as you mentioned, is in it's their a tight uniform. Bun, a leotard. Oh, the bun. The bun is so tight. And it's so fucking weird that this is supposed to be... Even if it's, who gives a shit, it's at the the New York Ballet. It's the Lincoln Center. It's a big building. There's a lot of people who work there. And then she comes back and he's like, wow, you went all the way to New York. And I was like, I'm not convinced she actually did. I think she went to a random office building with a person there. New York is two hours away from Philadelphia. 
It's like an hour. It's an hour and 11 minutes. Like uh, like the train ride? Yeah, on a train. It's an hour, like an hour, I think an hour, 11 minutes. I looked it up last night. I Like uh, Rob McClure, Broadway actor, commutes from Philadelphia to New York City for Damn. when he's in Broadway. That's hardcore. Yeah, isn't that sick? Which honestly, like when you're in, if you live in, in Manhattan or in New York in one of the boroughs, like an hour commute is not ridiculous. No, I mean, like, yeah. Annika's been to the Lincoln Center. She said the lobby doesn't look like <laughs> Well, that. yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't look like you have to take an elevator to the the stage. It's so it's God, it's it just it feels like nothing. It is supposed to be because she gets made fun of. Right. Somebody's like, you never even get on the train to go to New York, which if I lived in Philadelphia, absolutely. I'd be doing that every once in a while, yeah. every every once in a while. Right. It's a day trip. Yeah. It's I don't know. supposed to be this massive moment of, of character development. Like, wow, this this love, this relationship is willing to make her really go outside of her comfort zone get that 37 dollars round trip ticket on amtrak and go up there and instead it's like she goes to the twilight zone comes back and is like great i've had my adventure done and done thank you what does she say she says um uh i her mantra in this and i guess is her i want statement or like the statement where she intends mm. to change is she likes to keep the twists in life confined to her reading she says that so i mean i if she if we are really led to believe that she has never left philadelphia Yes. The I, Big Apple. Like, what? I don't know. Small town Philadelphia. And and Luigi and Mrs. Henley get together, most they importantly. Do. And they go to the ballet. They go to the ballet, and there is a big, uh, big party at the end. There is a bookstore that's competing with Chaucer called Books, Books, Books. Books, books, books. Books, books, books. And yeah. uh, to compete with them, we find out Aiden's friend who he's staying with, who we thought was non-existent he is a uh he's a promoter for a famous author named which he was very anthony what anthony cleaver park that's not anything it just feels (laughs) this is again (laughs) this is important we have now had this in how many movies where they're like here's this character and you're like i don't know who the fuck that is movie ina bruckner Ina Bruckner is the that Virgin, Ina? The Virginia Vandertons. <laughs> is it the Vandertons? Oh my god! Like <laughs> the Vandertons back. No joke. It's been the last three movies, right? Yeah, I yeah. Back it's to been back of Ina like, Bruckner, the Virginia Vandertons, and now and now this, and now Anthony Cleaver Park, and William A. Anderson, who is I will say so chill about a bunch of strangers being in his home the so, chillest he, man we've ever met he, in these and movies he's also very good in this movie the actor is mm-hmm. pretty good in this movie um and he is so chill and he's like yeah i can drive you to akron yeah no i'll i can I'll, this I'll is take a ya. bro this is yeah, a friend a, that it's you a homie want to have yeah. he's like aiden you just had major brain damage and you couldn't remember your own name until i showed up i'm not letting you drive to ohio yeah which yeah. is yeah yeah reasonable solid yeah thank you sir so uh he's an art teacher he falls in love he uh, kisses uh darcy archer and darcy archer. that is uh the movie happy it's ending so for bailey long. at the end of this day um and i i think generally speaking daniel if like that's that's just the movie that is the um, movie there is there is the one twist, and that's it. Um, Daniel. Yes. It is time for you to give me your naughtiest mm. and your jolliest. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's hard to pick in the naughtiest if I'm being honest. Yeah. There, I don't think there's a lot of great options. I mean, here. I could, I, I don't even have to ask what your jolliest is. It's Luigi. Jolliest is Luigi. This man is having the time of his life. Yeah. He's giving Darcy free food because she's poor. He's fixing bikes. He's fixing He's bikes left catering. and right. Yeah. Luigi is easy. Easy W Luigi for Luigi. shows up and like within an instant is like, ah, Miss, uh, Miss Henley, how you doing? Naughtiest is tricky because Naughtiest everyone's very hard. nice in this. Yeah. I, g- I could say the, uh, the city of Philadelphia for not having <laughs> proper uh, bike infrastructure. Not bad. Not bad. I think we could argue for books, books, books. Books, books, books could be naughtiest. Okay. So, Daniel, if we're going to choose a municipal... <laughs> naughtiest for <laughs> for this <laughs> a a because yes. cor- corporations are people too this is america they can vote, um, yeah. so what would you okay so let me pitch let me pitch the city of philadelphia as our naughtiest. wonderful <laughs> um she was right philadelphia she was riding her bike and she crossed a cross and uh they ran into each other while he was crossing the street at a crosswalk yes. so mm. therefore i'm led to believe that uh philadelphia is not pedestrian friendly I don't because so. in in a sense uh that those types of interactions shouldn't happen if there was one pedestrian stopping light or two mm-hmm. uh a covered bike lane that is separate from pedestrians i'll agree with that this is a so, solid argument for the city of philadelphia now talk to me about books 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 and how they would be the naughtiest god books 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 i mean they're just a corporation man you can't trust them <laughs> You drive a hard bargain, Daniel. They're offering all sorts of stuff over at their bookstore, like not books. Not books. It's like, uh, what's that Tom Hanks movie in Meg Ryan? Um, not Sleepless in Seattle. You got mail? You got mail. That's yeah. the same. It's the same plot as You Got Mail, except Hallmarked. I mean, listen, I'm always willing to say cyclists are the enemy. Hey, watch it. They've made, no, they've made an enemy of me. They what? started this war. Explain. I didn't want to do. I didn't want this to be a war. Just because of this? No, because they drive like idiots. I, hey, watch it. Just I, because? Just, not you necessarily, listen. but just they. I mean, <laughs> I Look, did this do. If there weren't as many cars, yeah, would cyclists still be idiots? Um. Yeah, probably. They don't really care for street signs or stuff like that. I think this will hold up in a court of law, Daniel. For you or for me? For you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think your argument's. Dangerous. Listen, I want every city to be walkable. Listen, we we I get rid we, of we're everything. We're on the same. We're, yeah, yeah. Get we're rid on of fifteen-minute cities for the win. Like, don't get yeah. me started here. But like, as long as we continue to live in a car world, bicyclists are my enemy. Yeah. Um. Okay. I had a what dude scrape my car on his bike with his takeout because he had his takeout in his hand. Oh. And he yeah. wanted to get past me because I was waiting at the legal stop sign. And he just didn't have time for that. So he just blew past me and I hear. And I was like, what? Excuse me. Did you say did he scratched your car? Yeah. Scratched my car. Ridiculous. That's not the bike's fault. No, it's the bicycle. I don't care about bikes. It's the cyclist. It's fault. the person. It's, it's the, the person. person behind the. So. Yeah. Bikes don't scratch cars. People scratch cars. I want to go back to books, books, books being the worst, actually. <laughs> I want to go back there to that world. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have connections? Um, I mean, I Do got... you like how I get you in trouble sometimes? I, you always. I think you've made it a new goal of yours. 
<laughs> I'm having fun. I'm trying to enjoy myself. And you turn this into a competition of listen of cruelty. Oh, crack, crack my knuckles. Yeah, I got a little, oh, crack, crack, crack. All, a little one of these. Um, connections. I think, I mean, Bailey's got to be a Christmas dog, I think. Yeah, this dog is smart that's as unfortunate. Hell. Yeah, Bailey's too smart. Bailey's Bailey. too smart is a christmas dog i'm yeah, having to separate actually. my deep love for luigi from the reality that i i think he's just a man yeah i think he's just italian i think he's just an Ita- kind italian <laughs> man unfortunately and and i think I, in yeah. in my world that makes him a beautiful thing but i, mm-hmm. I think in general i think he's just a guy in good this food, universe good, yeah good food is not magic it's italian no no and you can quote me on it's that it's not delivery uh, <laughs> it's luigi's <laughs> I think I'm curious about how Anthony Cleaver Park fits into our world. Okay, let me write that name down. Anthony, he, Anthony. Yeah, he's Cleaver. quite significant, and I can't, I can't put my finger on why. Founder of Cleveland. Possibly the founder of Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, Cleaver, yes, yes, yes. Cleveland. Yeah, family yeah. name. Um. Anthony Cleaver Park. Do we, we have any information on him? No. Other than his name? <laughs> we know he's a writer. Is he? A, oh, he's a writer. Okay. He's a writer. We know he's a writer. We know he cannot. Well, it's not his fault necessarily how the cover of his book looks, but uh, they misspell his book title and he doesn't say anything about it. No. I'm um, also curious about the fact that we have finally seen what has alleged to be a theater where a show takes place. In New York City. In New York City. That's That has dancing at the ballet. Quite significant. I'm just gonna... I'll note that the NYC ballet Mm -hmm. may be where David Mamet's play takes place. Possible. Possible. Maybe david mamet i don't think there's any connection with our two main characters i they are no well they're about to star fish. in a sequel together that's so true we do have we, an honest we, to god sequel yeah. maybe we can forgive them so maybe we put it on pause then maybe because I, yeah. I we usually if it's got a sequel we, we time out right I, and i yeah. think i think maybe that's the route to go here because i don't want to say something and then have it be you know, contrary. Right. right. It'll, it'll be sh- sh- yeah, stricken from the record. Maybe, maybe Anthony Cleaver Park <gasps> oh. comes into our life because oh. they love books. I can't imagine what else this movie would be about other than books and art. This that's dude, all we know about these people. You can tell this guy's sexy because he knows who Mr. Darcy is. True. Uh, because Darcy, so uh, the Darcy Tetris Archer. Of book characters. <laughs> Darcy Archer is named after Mr. Darcy, which means Tom McFadden confirmed HCU uh, heartthrob. He's in there, baby. <laughs> I know I wanted him so bad just to be like, oh, like the movie with uh, like, uh, Tom McFadden. Yeah. His, which that would have been cool. His name is Matthew. His, he plays Tom, Tom is Tom, Tom is the character. I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> uh, he's an Emmy Award winner. I'm so embarrassed. He's oh, an Emmy no. Award winning actor. He thinks about you constantly. No. And you oh. messed up his line. Uh, oh, God. We're talking about Matthew McFadden, by the way. He played yeah. Mr. Darcy in the movie, but he's he's Tom in Succession. Tom Wom's Gams in Succession, yeah. which I can't wait for season. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, okay. Well, that's well. that was great. Hey, uh, you know. what, a, what a movie. There's two more of those that we have to watch. Um, my God. Yeah, I was talking about the podcast today um, with a couple friends at brunch. And they were like, 
so so you've like watched from the beginning and i was like yeah we've, <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. watched from the beginning <laughs> and they were like um so like how many movies come out a year and i was like well nowadays like 40 and they were like oh so you're never gonna finish <laughs> i was like no. you're damn right or not we're making Never. ten a ten movie headway every I, year. If one of us dies, the other one has to do an episode at their funeral. It, it, I mean, it'll be a live, a it, live it, stream. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, content, content, content Jesus is bad. Christ. You want to hear about next week? Yeah, please. This movie's called. It, we- oh, I, I was going to say. I yes. mean, we like. I mean, I did almost die. You did. <laughs> And I, I <laughs> and now and they, I would have. They were like, they were like, you watch one every week, and I was like, yeah. Sometimes I miss a week, and they're like, when's the last time you missed a week? And I was like, when my lung collapsed and I nearly <laughs> passed away. Uh, so yeah, we have breaks. There are breaks where we we front load, but but still, yeah. we still watch them. It's just right. we don't watch them week by week, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell me about next week with on that note. love, comma Christmas. Which is a sign that I think we're running out of titles here. With love, Christmas. Christmas. Signed Christmas. Signed Christmas, yes. Okay. Melanie Welch is a hardworking ad executive who finds herself teamed up with uptight co-worker Donovan Goodwin to come up with the (laughs) ultimate Christmas commercial for a new cell phone. From Mint Mobile. To make things no. To make things more complicated, Melanie is Donovan's secret Santa in the annual office gift exchange. To keep her identity secret, she sends Donovan emails from Santa to determine the perfect gift for him. However, her plan comes to a halt when Donovan mistakenly assumes that another coworker is his secret Santa, prompting Melanie to work to show Donovan that she's his perfect Santa. This sounds And an adult is sending another adult <laughs> emails. Signed Santa Claus. I want to see the scene where she makes the email. All right, green or red? Who's wearing what? Uh, she's wearing red, obviously, and he's wearing green. Where is she wearing red? Uh, on her her uh a scarf, red scarf, red skirt, green shirt. He oh. is wearing green, however, though. So I'll give you okay. half a point. Damn, your sentence has been reduced by one year. Thank you. Um, I see. That, that means a lot uh, coming yeah. from you. I know. Uh, well, um, <laughs> your sentence could just be giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, that's your punishment. And uh, you could also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you could do that. That's That'd be great. Uh, and maybe we'd read re- your review on Apple Podcasts. Oh. Uh, you can also send us an email at mistletoesecret at gmail.com, or you can visit our mm. website, mistletoesecret.wixsite.com, yes. and uh, send us a version of the of the story that uh, you'd like to see play out. Yes. You can also visit us on Twitter, at hcusecret, on twitter.com, or follow mm. us on TikTok, at mistletoesecret on TikTok. Daniel, do you, do you have anything else? No. My name, <laughs> of course, is what the intro music is called daniel what's the outro music called? (laughs) (laughs) the outro music is called i make a da pizza pie i make a da pizza pie my name is trey flatnicky my name is daniel kunkel and i'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly thank you for listening one day you had to mess it up it's so much i kill it every week you crush it every week and it's okay you still crushed it overall you still crushed it overall